Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Are we ready? We're ready. Ken Wellis, Goblin Kettle, Goblin Kelly, <laughs> Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. How are you, Mister Kelly? I am just peachy and dandy. The uh, world's youngest angry old man, Zach Dean, is uh, Facebook living this right now. Make sure you get my burgundy pants played off of my two tone socks and my black loafers. That is an ensemble. I didn't even know how good those socks went with everything until. Now, don't gobble. Are you wearing Christmas socks? Good Lord. Uh, I missed the uh, season. You're at that time of life where you're going to tie a pom-pom to your antenna, right? Just to so find your way home? I missed that season. Yeah. I still, I still to this day, uh, and this has been going on for a long time, Yeah. Um, I, you know, we don't have a sign. it out. We don't have a sign parking in the New Zealand parking lot, right. so you have to find a different place every day. Mm-hmm. And some days I just flat forget where I parked. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. So I have to use the clicker. Where the are clicker. you? Where are you, P2? Yeah, so That's why that I call my car out, P2. You're going to have to Uber home, right? Yeah, uh, or call you. Yeah. Have well, you car- have to- carry me home? <laughs> you're going to have to call Uber. All right, we got a lot to cover today, and we're going to cover it uh, when we come back from this little short break, right? Yes, sir. Right? All right, we'll be right back. back with what do you know goblin what do you, uh, you, know? you know what what since we have zach dean and, and let me first of all say um in the last two weeks zach has filled in for me and you yeah and did a great job uh as our fill-in guy he's done a job yeah Ratings don't say that. yeah <laughs> and uh so anyway thank you zach dean for helping us uh, the last two weeks Doing an admirable job. Is that okay. a word? Admirable. Did, did I say that right? Yeah. Doing a fine job. I, I'm better with four-letter words. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we appreciate your contribution, Zach Dean. Thanks. Now, uh, with Zach Dean here, I think um, we're going to have to go off script because we don't have this on our script right now. But Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott got fined and penalized. Zach's uh, the subject of Zach's man crush. Yes. And so um, uh, they're losing points. They're getting fined. There's a suspension. There's all kinds of stuff. Crew chief, two weeks, right? Yeah. And so. I was wondering why his car was oddly competitive this week. For the first time all year. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. (laughs) So um, uh, today, uh, Hendrick sent out a release saying they're not going to challenge the penalty they're not going to appeal it it's they got us they caught us they caught us daddy got drunk and went to jail deal but see with zach here yeah 
Zach is our Chase Elliott expert. The boy, is he? And I, I really kind of wanted to, I wanted to get his reaction to to this. So here, Zach, jump in here. Jump I'll in. take that. Oh wow, mm. this is off script. Yeah. You know what's funny about that though? The whole thing is like NASCAR Reddit. You know what that is? It's like NASCAR who? Reddit. It's like the whole message yeah, board. Right, thing. right, right. Right after the race on Sunday, they had a picture of Chase's car with the back window dented in. Oh yeah. So I cool. I kinda knew this was coming. So yeah. that's great. You know, you it's should good. be a little proud. They're trying. Hey, I mean, yeah, he got all the way up to second on Sunday, so oh, I knew something oof. was weird. Wow. With Hendrick, yeah. Yeah, he was Good start for Chevy. Good start for Hendrick. Bring <laughs> still, on Bristol. You're should, still, you're, should be great. You're still calling for the firing of everybody, everybody. with any, any bit of responsibility whatsoever. better not come back in three weeks. <laughs> what about the guys who drive the haulers? Are they okay? Best best thing is is if uh, Chase can somehow pull a victory out of his you-know-what while Gustafson is gone. Yeah. So then he's definitely not going to come back. So He's a local boy, you know, Gustafson. Yeah, well. He's ours. No. He's our little cheater. I like him. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm, I'm angry at him this weekend because he I, he made a bad pit call. Well, you but he's that? trying. He's trying. He sent him down pit road a lap, Dan. You can't do that. <laughs> Not with the leaders. He just did. <laughs> well, that's my two cents. But you know what? That's they're uh, they're going off script. Yeah, you got to think outside the box. Yeah. Pit when nobody else in the world would Bold ever pit. Bold strategy. <laughs> pit with the leaders. You're a lap down. You know what Just they say. You know what they say. There. You know what they say. Hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> oh, that's it. All right, that's, that's it for you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for playing. Rant. That should be a segment. Zach's yeah. rant. No, Zach's rant. Uh, yeah, get in line. I have to listen to that all day. Yeah. All so day that's long. our angry, the better, angriest better. young man in America. The, World's youngest angry old man. Yeah. It's kind of hard to remember. Yeah. Come up there. But anyway, grumpy. Anyway, grumpy. Uh, I'm glad that we uh, went off script for that. Okay. Because that was, that was off script worthy. So back on the script? Back on the script. Pit guns. Pit guns. Now, quick background. Uh, teams are spending a boatload of money on their pit guns, the the guns that they use to uh, take the lug nuts off. You know, some, uh, um, it's not substantiated. It's reportedly that they spend hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars developing I saw a $150,000 figure kicking yeah. around once. Yeah, yeah. And, they, pit guns. and what they used to do up to this year is they'd have a their engineer's design and they build it in-house. Yeah. A pit gun. And these are why the pit stops have gone from, you know, 20 seconds in our day our young man days to uh 14 seconds 12 seconds you know but crazy times yeah you gotta and the the whole thing is is you want to get it as fast as you can to get those nuts off (laughs) because there's five nuts on each wheel right am i right like a jackalope (laughs) (laughs) but anyway there's five nuts on each wheel yes okay all right so uh unlike indycar where there's just one big yeah big yeah, thing. big hub. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they got to get those off and get them back on. Yeah. And it, when you think about it, just think about this. There are change. There's four guys. They're changing four tires in 12 seconds. Or two guys changing four tires. Yeah. So I mean, that's just incredible. It's crazy. Yeah. So you got to have a very fast pick gun. And so um, the background boom, 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 boom. on this, the background on this is the uh, Race Team Alliance. Mm-hmm. The RTA, mm-hmm. the RTA, 
and NASCAR, they actually came up with this idea. This idea was floated, and NASCAR said, to okay. To save money. Yeah, to save money. Because one of the things they do with the NASCAR R&D is, in theory and on paper and by uh, you know their own uh, accord, is, is they try to find ways to uh, for cost containment, trying to take the where they can cut corners or where they can contain the cost of racing a race car. For the season, they will do it. And if teams are spending a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars on pit guns, and NASCAR says, "Wait a minute, guess what? We're gonna, <laughs> we got an idea. We're gonna have universal pit guns that we're gonna give every team every week. You're gonna get a pit gun from us." Yeah. And on paper, it sounds it's, great. It, However, it, it's like an IROC pit yes, gun. But uh, but well, or or, or uh, Dewalt. <laughs> but but they will uh but but in practice they're not all created equal and some of them apparently are not going well and do we have somebody uh griping about the pit guns well what happened is uh kevin harvick oh he'll do that for so you. kevin harvick uh he comes in on a i believe it's a green flag pit stop yep and they do all four cha- you know tires they change the tires all and then cars. he has to come back because there's a loose wheel because the time to leave go ahead because uh during the pit stop they didn't get the nuts on tighten up you gotta tighten them nuts i'm telling you you'll get that big time auto race (laughs) (laughs) which we'll get to teasing a future segment yeah so um anyway uh this this program started this year Mm -hmm. and what happens is before every race weekend Mm -hmm. the uh crew chief or car chief is given three guns (laughs) so the team has you know they're like two regular guns Mm -hmm. and then a backup in case there's a failure all right and all these guns are the same so in theory they're all the same nobody has an advantage and the race teams don't pay for them. I mean, they're just handed to you, and then they take them back. Okay, so in oh, ca- they pay. So in Kevin Harvick's case, um, I, I think every team's had a problem with these guns at one point or another. And but Kevin Harvick believes that because of the pit gun failure at Texas, he lost that race, mm-hmm. and because um, he had to make an extra pit stop. So. What we've got is we've got Kevin Harvick in post-race mm-hmm. talking about the pit gun situation. And then I'm just going to add this. I'm going to add – we're going to just stack two clips together because the other clip is Joe Gibbs, who won the race, mm-hmm. and somebody asked him about the pit guns. So we got Kevin Harvick first, mm-hmm. followed by Joe Gibbs, who owns Joe Gibbs Racing, four cars. Don't take your guns to town. Okay. Leave your guns at home, son. All right. Don't take your guns to town. Chris, go ahead. You know, it's been a frustrating two days. We've had a pathetic day on two days on pit road because we can't get pit guns that, that work in our in our pit stalls. So, um, you know, today we had to pit under green, got ourselves a lap down because, you know, the pit guns work half the time and, and then they don't half the time. Yesterday we had four loose wheels because, um, you know, the pit guns can't get the tires tight. So our guys did a, did a great job uh, with a really fast race car and, I feel bad for the guys on on pit road because they get handed you know just absolutely uh, inconsistent uh, pieces of equipment and and today it wound up costing us a race. We've had four or five issues with the with the pit guns this year as as we've gone through the year and and uh, you know we wound up winning the race and and so you know it's just it's unfortunate that we have to use a piece of equipment that uh, is handed to us and, and that dictates your day. 
All right, we'll open up to questions for Kevin. If you have a question, please raise your hand. We'll get a wireless mic to you. Over here to Drew. Kevin, I mean, are pit guns that hard to get new ones? I mean, why hasn't the team changed them if you guys have had such issues? NASCAR hands us the, the guns. Maybe you should learn the rules. We'll go up here to Jerry. Jerry Fairley, Dallas Morning News. Kevin, has your organization appealed this to, to NASCAR or po- pointed this out, we've the failing of the gun? We, we've talked to them. Everybody on pit road has talked to them. Um, you know, this is four out of seven weeks that we've had, you know, trouble with, with the pit guns. Um, you know, and yesterday the, the rear pit gun wouldn't even wouldn't – even, we had two lug nuts that were tight in, in the last two pit stops. And, you know, you had two lug nuts that had 30 pounds of torque on them. And, and today, you know, you have a, you have another one that, that you know the, the wheel doesn't even get tight. So, you know, it's it's just a it's a mess. And I also want to ask you, Harvick was kind of went off a little bit on the pick guns and them being handed out to everybody and them still not working all the time. I'm curious what your experiences have been, and do you feel like these growing pains are worth it if it saves you the money of developing them? No. I don't, and I don't like things not in our hands. So, you know, I've be quite truthful. I've I've taken a stand on that, <laughs> and uh, I just that's something that I hope we continue to really evaluate. Continue to evaluate that. Okay, so uh, that was Kevin Harvick and uh, Coach Joe Gibbs. Kind of reminds me of uh, the old Vietnam history when Walter Cronkite went over and came back, and they said uh, about Lyndon Johnson, they said, if you've lost Walter Cronkite, (laughs) if they've lost Joe Gibbs, (laughs) they've lost NASCAR. Yeah. And and so I'm thinking now, here's, here's the guess. We could start a pool. Pick a date. When you will be able to go on uh, either eBay or Craigslist and buy some used NASCAR pit guns. Not so fast. Really? Yeah. No? Okay. No. Um, NASCAR uh, Vice President of Competition, Scott Miller, mm-hmm. um, was on... Well, they got a lot of vice presidents. Yeah, they do. Um, he went on uh, the Morning Drive, Sirius XM, mm-hmm. um, and talked on this very subject so uh serious xm the morning drive was kind enough to let us use this clip of scott miller defending the pit guns all right here we go well i mean there's a you know i mean there's a there's a course of action each and every week as far as like trying to have constant improvement with the pit gun so it's not like we're just it's not like we're just uh, collecting data and sitting on our hands we're we're actively working with paoli to try to rectify whatever problems that we may have um you know and it's and you know it's it's until we until we actually inspect the guns you know quote unquote in question and and figure out if there if there was something going on or not then it's it's hard for us to make a lot of comment on particular instances up and down pit road because we haven't looked at the parts and pieces yet you know i mean this isn't the first time that there's been a loose wheel on a car and so you know it's everybody is always 
quick to blame the gun, not saying that it may not have been a gun problem, but we have to look at everything before we can b- before we can just flat out say that you know we had a gun problem. So that that's that's what we do, and and you know we. Uh, the program has had a few more hitches in it than obviously we wish that it would, but but we're making progress with it. So we'll continue to do that and continue to evaluate, continue to try to get better every week, make sure that we dig into whatever problems happen up and down pit road and get them rectified. And that's, you know, I mean, with as with anything in motorsports, um, Everything in motorsports is a development process, and this is this is no different. So you know, it's unfortunate that it's caused people some problems, but uh, development is what it is, and we'll continue to keep the keep keep it ramped up and and get it right. Two things: when NASCAR <laughs> when NASCAR when NASCAR pit guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have NASCAR pit guns, and guns don't leave loose lug nuts. Crewmen leave loose lug nuts. So if you have a, a bad guy with a pig gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, concealed carry, I don't know. They're, yeah. they're, the laws are different from state to state. So Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this if you if you listen to the entire interview that he did with uh, the morning drive on do, Sirius. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do it at gunpoint. Yeah. Uh, he explained that. He basically, he didn't say this flat out, but he said, you know, this is the way it's going to stay. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to. Well, you got to be, you got to be resolute. Yeah. They're going to stay the course yes. on this. They're going to continue. You hear that? Yeah. That's odd. That's a gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be resolute right up until you're not. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that's going to be part of the, uh, you know, Cup Series uh, pit road culture for the foreseeable future. I beg you to leave the gun topic for now. <laughs> All, All right, right. Let's talk real quick. we just got a couple, about a minute or two left in uh, What Do You Know? Because we're running forever here. Uh, talk briefly about the Monster Energy Drink signed a two-year deal with an option to be title sponsor of the Cup Series. We are in the uh, you know we're into the second season of that, and by now they were supposed to announce whether or not they were going to pick up that option for the third year, which would be 2019. They finally did that this week, and then on uh, in response to that, NASCAR has said uh, Steve Phelps. Another VP, right? Right. Has said that uh, that the future may look different in terms of uh, uh, title sponsorship for the Cup Series, which basically has no effect on anything whatsoever other than what people call it. Right. <laughs> Be it the Nextel Cup, the Winston Cup. To- <clears throat> oh, choked you're ch- up. You're, you're yeah. Choked up here. So anyway, go ahead. Take over. Make it quick because we got to get out of this. Well, I, unfortunately, this is a complicated issue. I, I was going to try and I was trying to signal you that maybe we should bump this down to the next segment. Yeah, we got to do it. Let's do it. Okay, so it, this is an idea that NASCAR is floating. They've got uh, Monster Energy locked up as an entitlement sponsor for the Cup Series for one more year, 2019. That's next year, right? Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. <laughs> So now they're coming up, they're floating this idea, and they actually, I think it's kind of smart, they use the press to float the idea to the general populace that 
instead of having an entire one entitlement sponsor, which I guess is becoming increasingly difficult to obtain at their price, yeah. yeah, they want to go to what they call the Olympic model, which is have you have several like presenting pre- sponsors. presenting sponsors, and so that's the idea that's being floated. And so, in 2020, uh, they, they have. Uh, by the way, they're quick to say. They haven't given up completely on the entitlement idea, you know, because you never know. Well, somebody might come along. Yeah. yeah. But so they're going to float this out to all their stakeholders. <laughs> you love that term, oh, don't you? Love that kind of chatter. Yeah. yeah. They're going to float this idea to the stakeholders and see if it sticks to the wall. Is that right? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Hmm, and so what, what we might see in 2020, and again, this is, you know, this is just an idea that they're, they're talking about. This isn't, this isn't, as they say, it hasn't been baked yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you might see multiple sponsors on the NASCAR Cup Series. So it won't have a title per se. But it'll probably be presented by, and then those people would have like um, exclusive rights to use the Neko wafers. Yeah, the the uh, Legos, the official whatever of NASCAR and the Cup Series kind of thing. So you, it's a, it's kind of a um, um, uh, shotgun approach, where instead of you um, having one entity that's the major sponsor for their entire series. Well, but might. the good news is they would not call it the uh, Nabisco Monster IBM Sitco Cup. It right. would just be the NASCAR Cup Series. It would be the NASCAR Cup Presented Series. By yeah. AT&T. Yeah. And so... Off of white baking flour. So they're floating that idea around... Baby Ruth. <laughs> and the whole idea is that these heavyweight sponsors... Yoo-hoo! <laughs> could... Could and this is the term that Phelps use. Chew bunk, wine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it, can you? Yeah. Could bundle. Yep, bundle. The sponsors could bundle a package, you know, and be like a sponsor of the Cup Series, be a sponsor of a race, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. I mean, Oscar Mayer via a sausage. <laughs> My sausage has a first name. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that so so where we're at now is Monster Energy and the Monster Energy girls. I love taking selfies with the Monster Energy. I'm sure girls. I'm sure it's a highlight of their day too. Yeah, but they they're paid to be nice, so it's like girls, girls. Uh, you know, you can get that elsewhere. <laughs> uh so they'll be around for another year. After this year, they'll be around. And then, who knows? It's uh, the Wild West at this point. So are we ready to escape? What do you know? Uh, we are ready to exit, yes. All right. We'll be right back. Yeah, we're right back with you. will get that in uh, big-time auto racing. You want to talk about uh, Bubba Wallace in the 43, or you want to talk about Bubba Labani and uh, heading over overseas? Well, let's do... Uh, Bubba Wallace, because he had an eighth uh, place showing this past week. Yeah, first good place. showing since Daytona. First real good showing of the year. Okay, that was a plate race. In All Daytona. right. So in Daytona, he finished second. Yes, he did. as a rookie. Yep. In Richard Petty's car, everybody mm-hmm. was super excited. 
But then it was like, you know, Daytona, Talladega, that's a different animal than anything else. And so he's, after Daytona, he kind of disappeared. Yep. I mean, he wasn't in sight. Yeah, we didn't see a lot of him. Dropped anchor. And so there was that week off. Put a square wheels on. There was that week off mm-hmm. for Easter, and then they show up at Texas, and he he, he ran a legitimate top ten race. Mm, yeah. So um, everybody's happy again. Everybody's very happy that that team is uh, you know running that well, and uh, um, it's you know they're saying it's good for the sport. I agree. You know, it's, it'd be great to have somebody with a personality because to me he's like another Clint Boyer. Yeah. He's got a lot of personality, yeah. and if he does well, you know people will gravitate gravitate to him like they do with Clint. Yeah. Clint's I call Clint everybody's second favorite driver. Yeah, because if your guy doesn't win and Clint wins, you're happy. I used to think that about Mark Martin, mm-hmm. and a little bit Ward Burton had a little bit of that going on yeah. too. Everybody's second favorite driver. Yeah, old Ward. Yeah, so if yep. my guy doesn't win, but Clint wins, you're still happy. You walk away mm-hmm. happy. Yep. And he walks away knowing that he'll be in a party for three days. Cool. Now, Are we moving uh, to Bobby Labonte or no? No, 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 no. no. Gosh, Dang look. Government. You forgot about the, the big sales. Oh, they're going to sell that Daytona car, the yeah. number 43 car from Daytona. Yeah. Speed, yeah, right there on the Craigslist probably, right? Yeah. Um, OBO. They're going to auction it off. Yeah. And I don't think you get the engine, you know. No? No. No. But you get the the body. Yeah. And uh, so they're thinking. <coughs> excuse me. They're thinking seventy to ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. <coughs> well, but, well, I wonder if they'll slap a street engine in that thing for you. Well, yeah, they'll do something like that. It'll cost you. But um, I thought, you know, that car would fetch more money than that, wouldn't you? You would think. But it's not. You know what I don't like about it, and this is, goes back to my gripe about color schemes, is it was kind of was that kind of a was it purplish burgundy grape colored or something? It was not petty blue, and that's no. so that's why I'm going to with, withhold my offer. So no offer from the Willis camp. Nope. All right, take pass. All right. Well, I thought that was an interesting yeah. tidbit. Did they say are they raising the money for charity <laughs> or are they raising the money for uh, tires? You know, I did not real. I didn't read the whole thing and figure that out. I just looked at the picture and the headline. Or maybe they'll do that 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 famous thing that that popular move that people do when they'll go a percentage of the proceeds will go to charity. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a percentage one is a percentage, so it's ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah. Anywho, so now Bobby Labonte. Bobby Labonte. Now this is. This is right out of the crazy yeah, book. it is. Because you've got a former uh, NASCAR Cup Series champion uh, who's now 53 years old. I, I hope he's not part of the birthday thing because I know he's 53. He is not. All right. Um, and he went over. He ran a race. NASCAR has a, a series in uh, Europe. In Europe. And, it's based uh, in England, I do believe. Yep. And so he went over there and he ran a uh, race in uh, Brands Hatch, which I've is a that. famous yep. uh, road course mm-hmm. in, in England. Had a ball, finished 10th. Yeah. And uh, so he's been in communication with this team that he drove for, and they decided, you know, they said, 
Bobby, why don't you come over and rice this car? You know, we have enough. We have enough uh, quid to, for the petrol. You come over. You're and sort rice. of mixing Aussie and English. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's kind of a mix. Weird mix going on there. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, Bobby Labani, this weekend, this coming weekend, this podcast will be out today, I believe. Yeah. Uh, today's Wednesday, so Saturday and Sunday they yeah. have a doubleheader yeah. in Valencia, Spain. Well, well, well. Yes, isn't he worldly? And uh, Bobby Labonte will be winging his way over yeah. to Europe to run in this European NASCAR series. How funny would it be if he develops a British accent before he comes back? <laughs> you know, when you're around well, certain accents, you sort of begin is, to take it on. Wouldn't the, it be funny? Because, you know, he never completed a sentence. To this day, Bobby yeah, well, Labonte has never completed well, the, a sentence. The funny thing is we have a clip, yeah. and that oh, really? statement will be proven out here in We're the clip. Good. Yeah. Right. So uh, why don't we go ahead and run the Bobby Labonte clip? It's kind of low volume, so we have to have the engineer turn it up the volume on this. Can't wait. All right. The series that they have over there is is truly exciting, and uh, you know it's a it's a different, obviously different for me, uh, not what I've done in the past. And I've done a lot of racing and different different types of different types of racing, and enjoy it all. And uh, so, be able to go over there and and to uh, race competitively uh, with them last year, Brands Hatch. You know, I've never been there before, and the whole format's different. Everything's different. Uh, then what, what you would find over here at a local, uh, or not a local track, but uh, in the in the Cup Series or Xfinity or Truck Series, it's a different environment. But I enjoyed it, and I've always just kept in touch with uh, Jerome and Ann and, you know, things, um, trying to get things worked out where I can go there again, and not necessarily for the whole year, but it just turned out that, um, you know, you know, making a one one trip um, is great, and then but we were able to to put together a, uh, the program, and it's it's six weekends, twelve races, so it's not like uh, twelve weekends. So the schedule is pretty, you know, it's accommodating, and and it's enjoyable, and uh, you know, get to meet new people, go to different places, and the competitors are phenomenal, and so it's exciting to uh, to be a part of the NASCAR Wheeling European Series. Was that the interview conducted by CB Radio, yeah. by chance? <laughs> What's your hand, Bobby? Come on. Overseas. <laughs> Overseas Radio. All right. We, uh, we done with you. Uh, with uh, You'll get that big-time you auto You'll get that big-time auto racing. All right, little Bubba Labani. Otherwise, it used to be Bobby Labani, but we're going to go with Bubba now just because we stupid reasons. We'll be right back. Back to close this thing out. Green, white, checkers. Ken Willis, Godwin, Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, are we talking about Kevin Harvick's phone before we play the ever popular birthday game? Uh, yeah, but there's one more thing I wanted to ask uh, okay. or uh, insert here before we get into mm-hmm. the uh, green, white, checkers. The meat of the green, white, checkers. Yes, uh, we've started a new feature. Yes, on our podcast. Oh, okay, I heard about this. Yes, and so if you have a burning question about NASCAR, yeah, um, we we figured that you know every answer to every question. Are you so, talking to me? Yes. <laughs> so uh, for all the good people out there that listen to Daytona Motor Mouths, based in Daytona Beach, which is the home of NASCAR racing. Um, if you have a question about NASCAR, stock car, or anything, because you're, yeah, you're a life coach, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm an undocumented life coach. Yeah. Yes. So uh, you get on the Twitter. Get on the Twitters. Hashtag Ask Willie. Yeah. 
and we'll pick we can pick it up you got to use that hashtag hashtag ask willie and uh, ask your question and we'll have a segment starting next week where you answer a few of these burning questions about nascar cannot wait all right so that's hashtag ask willie okay and your Twitter handle, of course, is Hey, hey Willie, Willie and Jay. Jay. I knew that. Yeah, so I was proud of myself. All right, so let's go on to uh, Kevin Harvick. We we got a little cross pollination here because you spent last week at the some little golf tournament in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the name of it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And so um, Kevin Harvick, he's got a management company. Yep. He represents three golfers that That's were right. at in the Masters. Yep. And so he popped on over there mm-hmm. to say hi and all that, you know. I, I guess if you're a management agent, you get you can get a credential unlike the other. Uh, there, there's a few different ways. But, yeah, he also has a replica of the 12th hole in his backyard yeah. down, up there in Charlotte area. So, um, so anyway, he um, went to Augusta National For a day, right? Golf Course. Is that right? Golf Club. Club. And uh, more than a course, we're a club. <laughs> and so uh, he was there Thursday because he had to be in Texas on Friday. Yeah. So he he spent the day in Augusta, Georgia. Last year, I saw Kurt Busch standing in the concession stand line. So I don't think it's Dale Jarrett used to go every now and then to the Masters, take a day and go. You see a lot of base, uh, baseball players, football players, different athletes. But I had I did not run into Mister Harvick, but. You know, it's easy not to run into somebody there because there's about forty or fifty thousand people out there. But anyway, what happened? So apparently, uh, you know, going back to uh, <laughs> his earlier comment, <laughs> yeah, about pit guns, <laughs> yeah, and he said, uh, you know, you got to read the rule book. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Told that guy, yeah, why don't you learn the rules? Uh, oh, that's great. I know where you're going now. So, anyway, Mr. Harvick... Uh, didn't read the rules? He did not read the rules that are uh, strictly adhered to at the Masters and yes. Augusta National Golf Club. Yes. And so, he, he had a cell phone, and uh, cell phones, I guess, are not allowed at They're that. Moto. No, so... Um, well, he he was, had a better chance of smuggling in unsweet tea. <laughs> So he was asked about that uh, when he got to Texas because I guess the uh, the story had been circulating, yeah. and he got asked about having his cell phone confiscated. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know where it got confiscated. He, I don't think he got onto the course before it was because they probably would have escorted them out. That's how tough they are. Wow. Uh, it probably is one of them things. They do ask when you're arriving as you get to the main gate before you go through the uh, metal detector thing. Uh, do you have a cell phone? And, you know, nobody, everybody knows not to. Everybody who follows the rules and has learned the rules knows, no, you leave it in your car. Uh, Harvick apparently didn't. So I'm thinking that's where he had to turn around and go back and put it away. But he, uh, here's, are, are we reading his quote here? Yeah, we don't have audio of this, but okay. we do have the. Uh, but it'll feel like we do. Yeah, it'll feel like we do because you're going to read the quote that he had. <clears throat> Is this? Am I going Haywood Hale Brune here? Or are we? Uh, do anything you want. Everything in NASCAR is about trying to figure out who's better on social media. Kevin Harvick said. And there at Augusta, they take your phone away. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, um, 
Yeah, there's stories about people who have been caught with their phone out there. You know, if you're a member, you know, there's like 300, 400 members, you know, like, you know, Bill, the Bill Gates of the world, right. uh, some former senators and uh, other high politicos, and uh, the Lynn, Lynn Swan, uh, Lou Holtz, Sam Nunn, the old senator. I mean, you're, you know, there's a wide variety of muckety mucks who are members. When they come to the club, not talking necessarily Masters Week, but during the year when they come there to play, come for the weekend or whatever, and maybe bring a guest or two, you leave your phone in the car. You don't even bring it into the clubhouse. And uh, so, yeah, they have a strict and, – and the irony is, and what, what's really strange is that that tournament, more than any other tournament, has advanced technologically. They are the, at the technological cutting edge of golf – uh, graphics and just anything that falls under the technology umbrella. Yeah, except their scoreboards. Yeah, well, yeah, like they get the old like handheld scoreboard. Yeah, but uh, but they but they are uh, cutting edge in so many ways in their digital and, and their online presence and everything. But yeah, they still hold to that. And I got to tell you, nobody really complains. And it's funny how often you reach in your pocket thinking, "I want to look something up," or "I'd be a good picture." But you can't, and it's kind of pleasant because, because more and more you get, like, the Bay Hill Tournament in Orlando, I was at a few weeks ago. You're watching one of the big-name players, and you look around, and nobody's just sitting there watching and appreciating it. Everybody's got their phone up thinking, this is going to be the video that, you know, captures it all. I, I wasn't really here unless I got a video of it on my phone. You know, it's just, you know, it makes you sad for, for us as a race a human race but but there it's pleasant to walk around and not hear the not 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 that you hear it people are smart enough at least at a regular tour event to turn their phones down to silence them but not to see people you know looking up stuff or or snapping a video or a picture at every given moment it's kind of pleasant I, I, diversion i've only got one thing to say to that yes dilly 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 baba booey all right you want to play the birthday game yeah, very quickly because yep. we are like almost. Look right, at the week. spool; we're almost out of tape. We uh, we got a week of birthdays coming up, and it's a slim week. Oh, that's good. But uh, uh, sat- this coming Saturday, Marty Smith, ESPN. Marty? Yep, we remember Marty when he was a fresh-faced young kid right out of college writing for NASCAR.com here in Daytona Beach. Yep, and you pegged it. Yep. You pegged I told it him, early. I told him last week. I saw him again last week, and I said, I said it early. I said, you you will not be in the print game long. You are going to be on TV, and it's just a matter of time. Right. He said, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not sounding like this, man. I don't know. Nobody's going to hire a guy. It sounds like I do. That's all right. Anyway, Marty Smith Saturday will be how old, Mr. Kelly? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Marty Smith. Because he came in kind of young, real young. Yep. Uh, so uh, I've known Marty, what, 20 years maybe? Yeah. For a guy who didn't want to drag this out, man, you're really right, smoking well, the tires I, over there. I, I, I'm going to say 43. Very good, Mr. Kelly, 42. All right. And I'm going to say it one more time, Marty Smith, ESPN. <laughs> uh, next Monday. An old favorite. We haven't seen this guy in around in a long in a long time. Um, Tony Glover, Sterling's old crew chief. Tony Glover Sterling. from Kingsmill, Tennessee, I do believe. Yeah, I guess I somewhere can't, in Tennessee. I can't talk about the story there. No, we can't but, tell the Tony Glover story. Okay, so uh, Tony Glover, sixty-two. You're amazing. Sixty-one. You yeah. are so good at this. Well, we thought, found a thing you're good at. I, All right, a week from today, you're gonna. I bet you're gonna peg this one. A week from today, Jeff Bodine. The eldest of the three Bodine brothers. Seventy. Well, unless you count Jethro. Seventy. You you realize how consistent you've been? You've missed them each by a year, and you were over. Sixty-nine. 
Wow. Yeah, that is consistency. Yeah. And that wraps up another Daytona Motor Mouse podcast. Okay. For, uh, I'm Ken Willis, and Gavin uh, Kelly's going to take us out of here. Yeah, and don't forget, if you have a question about NASCAR, use Twitter, uh, <laughs> hashtag AskWilly, and uh, we'll take as many questions as we can next week and yeah, have we have uh, Willis answer them for you. All right. All right. Die. See you next week. All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.